0: Praise the Lord. Well, Pastor Mark and his wife, Caitlin, are away for a week of vacation, and Deb and I are parenting again. The, the four, two sons and two daughters. And my, I'm reminded again how intense parenting really is. It's It's relentless breakfast in the morning, get them off to school, drive them there, and they have their schedules, and they have their meals every day, and they want their snacks at all times, and <laughs> you have to keep them engaged with activities and crafts and busyness and on to church schedule and music lessons, and you know, at the end of the day, they drop off to sleep in 60 seconds, <laughs> and I can see why, because they just go all day long. It's kind of interesting that, you know, they have this energy level that adults maybe don't quite have as much, and we have to keep up with them, but Deb and I have been uh, laboring this week, so parenting is a job on top of the job that you already have. I can see why, I can see why parents want to bring their children to uh, church for the Christian ed department, so they get a break for a couple hours and put (laughs) the kids over on the workers. It's a welcome break, isn't it? At night, they fall asleep, and they sleep so soundly, you can push against them, you can rearrange them, because their arms and legs and bodies go in all directions, and they don't wake up at all. And in the morning, they're refreshed, but, you know, the ones that are looking after them aren't quite as refreshed, because you don't sleep the same way. You know, with, with me, if if I don't get to sleep within two or three minutes, you know, I'm looking for a new sleep position. But when I first lay down in bed, my, the sleep position, it's heavenly. This is just absolutely perfect. But again, if I'm not asleep in three minutes, it doesn't feel so perfect anymore. And so I'm turning and, oh, this one, this position, this is perfect. And if I'm not asleep in two or three minutes, I turn again and on it goes. Well, this morning, praise the Lord. It's good to raise our families in the house of the Lord. Thank God for sons and daughters. Thank God for the young lady that gave a word of prophecy this morning. The Lord says, upon your sons and daughters, I will pour out my spirit. This morning, the title of the message is, Exalt the Horn of Your People. This message is not so much a preaching as it is a prayer in my heart. Lord, exalt the horn of your people. The horn in scripture speaks of power, it speaks of strength, it speaks of prosperity. And there's a cry in my heart that God would exalt the prosperity of his people, that God would exalt the power of his people, that God would exalt the prominence of his people, that God would exalt the power of his people in the land. And that we would rise. And I pray this morning, it's a beautiful perception in the Word of God this morning and that our spirits would rise up to take hold of it and that we would claim the promise of God for ourselves and for our families. Lord, exalt the horn, exalt the strength, exalt the power of your people. Let's look at scriptures this morning, Psalm 18. Many scriptures that have this word horn in it. Psalm 18, verse 1, I will love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust my shield and the horn. The horn, the prosperity, the power, the strength of my salvation, my stronghold. I will call upon the Lord, who is worthy to be praised, So shall I be saved from my enemies. Luke chapter 1, 68 to 69. Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. The Lord has raised up a horn of salvation, of power, of strength. Now, the horn in Scripture is defined in a number of ways. It speaks literally of the horn of an animal. It's used figuratively of strength and power and prosperity. It's used of a flask for oil, a horn of oil. It's used of a musical instrument, the instruments in the worship of the Lord, lifting up the horn to praise and magnify the Lord. It's used also of rays of light, Rays of light, like the light as it breaks across the horizon, sometimes has the appearance of horns. So horns was applied to rays of light. And it also has reference to a hill. A hill can appear like a horn as it rises above the landscape. The horn of salvation, the power of God. God wants to increase the power of his people, increase the strength of his people. And our prayer should be with the Lord. Lord, exalt the horn of your people. Exalt the horn, the power of my life, of my family, of this church today. In 1 Samuel chapter 2 and verse 1, Hannah said these words after the Lord had given her such a miraculous deliverance and Blessing, she prayed and said, My heart rejoiceth in the Lord. Mine horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies because I rejoice in thy salvation. My heart rejoices. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. Verse 10: The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken to pieces. Out of heaven shall he thunder upon them. The Lord shall judge the ends of the earth, and he shall give strength unto his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. He'll exalt the horn of his people. So we received that this morning. Number one: what is the Lord seeking to exalt? Well, the joyful sound. The joyful sound, the sound of rejoicing. I tie this in with the, with the horn being exalted in our life. God wants to exalt the joyful sound. God wants to increase the spirit of rejoicing in his people because that is the difference the world sees. A people of joy, a people of gladness, a people not burdened down by life and broken under circumstances. There's something about them. They have the joy of the Lord. Psalm 89 and verse 15 says, Blessed are the people who know the joyful sound. They walk, O Lord, in the light of your countenance. In your name they rejoice all day long. And in your righteousness they are exalted. For you are the glory of their strength, and in your favor, our horn is exalted. In your favor, our horn is exalted. People that know the joyful sound, they walk in the righteousness of the Lord. They rejoice in his name. They are exalted, and in his favor, our horn is exalted. First Chronicles 25 and verse 5 says, All these were the sons of Heman, the king's seer, in the words of God to lift up the horn, to lift up the horn, the musicians, the family of Heman. And God gave to Heman 14 sons and three daughters. In first view of this scripture today, the horn can refer to the musical instruments, that this family was engaged in the worship of the house of the Lord, and we know they were. The trumpet, the Bible says, praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Let the joyful sound be heard among the people of God. Psalm 98 and verse 6 says, With trumpet and with the sound of a horn, shout joyfully before the Lord. Shout joyfully before the Lord. I want to know when it is that the enemy took the joyful shouting out of the house of God, so that in many places the houses of God are silent in the worship of the Lord. There's no shouting, but God wants his people to be those that shout for joy in his presence. He wants us to have a joyful sound. He wants us to be filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. Exalt the horn of your people. Lord, exalt your rejoicing in my life. Exalt the joyful sound in my life. We know the enemy wants to take the joy out of our lives. Because he knows that the joy of the Lord is our strength, Nehemiah 8.10. And when we are joyful in the Lord, we are strong. We are invincible. We feel like we can overcome anything. But when our joy drops, we become vulnerable to the enemy. And we fall onto the, the rails of melancholy and a dispirited spirit. We fall onto discouragement. When our joy is full, we are strong. The enemy wants to take our joy. But the Lord wants to exalt the horn. The Lord wants to exalt the trumpet. The Lord wants to exalt the joyful sound in his people that we maintain a spirit of joy and rejoicing and praise in the Lord at all times. In your name we rejoice all the day long. The prophet Joel said in chapter 1, verse 12, he said, the trees of the field are withered, The trees of the field are withered. The fruit is gone. The trees of righteousness are withered. He says, because joy is withered away from the sons of men. Joy is withered away from the people of God. And because of that, fruitfulness is also withered away. And the trees stand barren. Trees are in need of the touch of God. The enemy wants to steal the joy of the people of God. But I want the Lord to increase our joy. We would increase our joy in the Lord. There are the little foxes that spoil the vines, the Bible says, the vines of joy and gladness. Those are the little irritations, the annoyances of life, the petty annoyances of life, and there are many of them. The little foxes want to spoil the vines. And so the Bible says, take care of the little foxes. Beware of those little foxes that want to steal your joy throughout the day. Some irritation. Some grief in your heart. Take care of those little foxes. But not only that, but we have an enemy that wants to take the joy from our lives and burden us with the spirit of darkness that settles upon a land. And we know the enemy has come through the political and social means today to bring his plans across a culture and to bring his heaviness across a culture and to change decencies to indecencies and to bring immoralities into the land and to bring deviations of normal behavior into the land. And these things can vex our soul and they do, and they should. But we must not let them burden us down so that we lose that joy of the Lord and the victory of our God in our lives because our Lord wants us to walk in a spirit of rejoicing and praise. The Apostle Paul said, none of these things move me. He said, none of the circumstances of life, none of the political and the striving, none of the things of life move me. He said that I may finish my race with joy that I might finish my race with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus. Jesus said in John 15 and verse 11, he said, my joy I give to you that my joy may remain in you. These things have I spoken to you. He said, I've given you my word. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. That my joy may come into you and remain and that your joy would be full. I wonder this morning how many of us could have some increase in our joy levels. Can we say in our heart and life today that I am full of joy, that my joy might be full. Jesus said, these words I've spoken to you, Take in the word of God. Take in the promises of God and understand that God wants to exalt. God wants to exalt the joyful sound in your life. In John 16, in verse 22, the Lord said, Your joy no one will take from you. Your heart will rejoice and your joy no man takes from you. Nobody can rob us of the joy of the Lord. That joy is in us by the Holy Spirit and we need to exalt it in our lives and keep a spirit of rejoicing. Jesus said, until now, you have asked nothing in my name. He said, you haven't asked anything in proportion to what the Father desires to give you. He said, you haven't asked as fully and completely as you have. Then he said, ask and you will receive that your joy may be full, that your joy may be full. Exalt the horn of your people. Exalt the rejoicing spirit in your people, O Lord. Let our lives be full of the joy of the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. And may we exalt the horn in our life today. May we exalt that strength of the Lord in our lives. The spirit of joy and rejoicing. Number two, the horn speaks of a conquering spirit. Prayer and worship, warfare, a conquering spirit. Habakkuk chapter 3, verses 3 to 4. God came from Teman, and the Holy One from Mount Paran, Selah. His glory covered the heavens and the earth was full of his praise. And his brightness was as the light. He had horns coming out of his hand. And there was the hiding of his power. Habakkuk the prophet saw the Lord moving in the earth. He said there were horns coming out of his hand. That power representing strength, the power of the Lord, the conquest of the Lord, and there was the hiding of his power. Micah 4, to 13. Now also many nations have gathered against you who say, let her be defiled and let her eye look upon Zion. Zion is both a people and a place. We are Zion, we are the daughter of Zion, we are the people of the Lord. And we gather corporately to Zion, to the presence of God. There are nations, there are enemies who gather and say, let her be defiled. Let our eye look upon Zion. Let her be disgraced, let her be brought low. But they do not know the thoughts of the Lord, nor do they understand his counsel. For he will gather them like sheaves to the threshing floor. Arise and thresh, O daughter of Zion, for I will make your horn iron, and I will make your hooves bronze. You shall beat in pieces many peoples. I will consecrate their gain to the Lord and their substance to the Lord of the whole earth. The horn of an animal, the hooves of an animal. The hooves and the horn are where the power, the fury, the rage of an animal are concentrated as it goes against battle with its adversaries. God says, I'm going to make your horn iron. I'm going to make your hooves bronze. And you're going to be able to dance on injustice. And you're going to be able to tread down the wicked. And you're going to come against the enemies of the Lord. You're going to come against the things you fight in battle, and you're going to have victory in the warfare of the Lord. Exalt the horn of your people. I pray that God would exalt the power of a warring spirit in us, that we would be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. In the power of his might. Keep warring. Against anything that is against the promises of God and his word. Keep warring in your life against anything that is against the holy promise of God. For you, for your family, for his church, and for his kingdom. Be it flesh life, temptation, trial, difficulty, circumstances, enemy accusation, whatever it is, sickness and disease, whatever it is that comes against our life and against our family, that we would maintain a warring spirit. Lord, exalt the horn of your people that we could go on in conquest no matter what we face, no matter what we face, that we know how to dance on injustice and we know how to war against the enemy by the word of God and by the prayers of the Lord. Now Psalm 75, 10 says, All the horns of the wicked I will also cut off. But the horns of the righteous shall be exalted. The horns of the wicked, God says, will be cut off. Our enemies, spiritual powers of darkness, even political enemies and social enemies, they have horns. Their power is concentrated for what they want to accomplish. But God says... The horns of the wicked I will cut off. They will not prosper ultimately. God says, I will cut them off. But the horns of the righteous shall be exalted. There will be a day when the saints are fully and finally vindicated. There are days when God gives us victory, but in the end, we will be fully and finally vindicated at the coming of Jesus Christ, and that is why we need to maintain a warring spirit, a conquering spirit. (laughs) There are horns in the earth, horns of the wicked. We read in the book of Daniel and Revelation primarily about horns, the enemy coming with horns of power, And how a horn will rise here and there in the nations. Anti-Christian power coming against the earth, coming against the kingdom of God, coming against the name of Jesus Christ, coming against the people of God. There are horns that rise in the earth. The Bible says, I was watching Daniel 7.21 and the same horn was making war against the saints and prevailing against them. The horn was making war against the saints and prevailing against them. We know that in our time and hour in this nation that the horn is prevailing against the saints. The horn is warring against the saints. The horn is prevailing and bringing in laws and diverse things and things that cannot even be mentioned. The horn is making war with the saints. But I like what it says. The horn was making war. The saints were warring. The saints were warring. They didn't give up and lay in their barracks and say the battle's over. They were involved in praise warfare. They were involved in worship warfare. They were involved in intercessions and prayers and seeking the Lord. Even though the horn seemed to have the day and have the power. Because the next verse says, Until the Ancient of Days came, and judgment was made in favor of the saints of the Most High, and the time came for the saints to possess the kingdom. Hallelujah. The Lord will cut off the horns of the wicked, but the horns of the righteous shall be exalted. How important it is for us to be people of prayer and worship warfare and militancy in the spirit today, that we do not... Fall back because of the strength of the battle, that we are not overcome by what we see happening, the circumstances, what materializes in the social and media realm, in the politics of our nation. Sometimes it can wear us out, and the Bible says the enemy does come to wear out the saints, but we must. Put our trust in the Lord. Say, Lord, exalt the horn. Exalt the horn of your people. Exalt our prayer power. Exalt our intercessions. Exalt our desires to be involved in fasting prayers and to speak according to the word of God. Exalt the horn of your people. Don't fall back in the day of battle. Don't fall back in the day of battle. The children of Ephraim, the Bible says, were armed. They were armed. And there's not a person here that isn't armed by the power of God and by the weapons of righteousness. And they were carrying bows. They were carrying bows. They could have reached back for an arrow at any time and pulled that bow and put it through the heart of one of their enemies. But the Bible says they turned back in the day of battle because they had unbelief in their hearts. They had unbelief in their hearts. Scripture says beware. Lest any of you have an evil heart of unbelief. That word speaks to all of us. It speaks to me that I must maintain a warring spirit, that I must war in the day of battle. Keep strong in the Lord, in the power of his might. Psalm 92 and verse 10. But my horn you have exalted like a wild ox. I have been anointed with fresh oil. Isn't it true? When we're anointed with the Holy Spirit, when we're anointed with fresh oil, our horn is exalted. Our power is increased. And so we must maintain a conquering spirit, maintain the infilling of the spirit in our life because the Lord wants to exalt the horn of his people, exalt the warring power of his people in prayers and intercessions. The highest law in the land is the law of prayer and intercession. Just ask Queen Esther. Number three, family strength and power. Exalt the horn of your people. Exalt the family strength. Many families in this house of God. Lord, exalt the strength. Exalt the power. Exalt the prosperity of the families of the house of God. Exalt their prosperity. Exalt their influence. Spare no effort to raise up a godly kingdom family. Spare no effort to raise up children and families that serve the Lord with all their heart. This is the kingdom power. This is the kingdom mandate and influence. First Chronicles chapter 25 again. Verse 5: All these were the sons of Heman the King Seer in the words of God to exalt his horn. This time out of New King James, the meaning is changed to refer to his family when it talks about the horn. For God gave Heman 14 sons and three daughters. All these were the sons of Heman the King Seer in the words of God to exalt his horn. To exalt his family strength in the house of the Lord. To exalt that family in the house of the Lord so they could carry the musicianship and the worship and the ministry of the house of God. What a beautiful image. What a prophetic image. Can you imagine 14 sons and three daughters and every one of them powerful worship warriors and prayer prophets and gospel messengers? God wants to exalt the power of your family. God wants to lift up your family. Now you may be here and you're first generation Christian, then spare no effort to raise up a godly seed to serve the Lord with all your heart. Ask God for wisdom and discernment in a difficult day to raise up a seed that will serve the Lord. Psalm 112, one to two says, praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Family strength in the house of God. Sons and daughters, families moving together in power. It says of this man in verse Nine, he has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn will be exalted with honor. That's the blessed man. That's the man who fears the Lord and delights in his commandments. That's the man who gives his life to the kingdom to serve the Lord with all his heart. The Bible says his horn will be exalted. His family will be exalted with honor. The wicked will see it and be grieved. He will gnash his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish. God says, I'm going to exalt the horn of my people. We read in the New Testament a number of times how Paul mentions certain families, the household, the family of this person, the family of that person, and how they forwarded the gospel, and how powerful they were to raise up the work of God in their geographical place, in their time, in their city. How wonderful! We know many of the great churches that have been built over the centuries, many of them have been resting on pillar people, families that are strong to work together to lift up the house of God and to raise it up so that God's name could be exalted and the gospel could be preached. God is looking for families. God is looking for families. He wants to exalt families today. So know that it is the promise and it's the desire of God to raise up your family in the house of the Lord to serve together in strength and ministry, in purpose and influence. It's the desire of the Lord. And I say amen to the word of the Lord. Lord, exalt, exalt my family. It should be the prayer of your heart. Lord, exalt my family. Exalt my sons and daughters in the house of the Lord so we can carry the ministry of the Lord and established the kingdom of God, every family strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Hebrews 11 verse 7, by faith Noah being divinely warned of things not yet seen, the judgments of the Lord, the judgments of the Lord moved with godly fear prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. His actions condemned the lifestyle of the world as deserving of judgment. The Bible says he was divinely warned of things not yet seen. God is seeking by his Holy Spirit to warn us, to warn us as parents that we would be moved with godly fear and prepare an ark for the saving of our households, to prepare an ark for the saving of our families. God wants to help us. Household salvation. Prepare a refuge in the house of the Lord. Prepare a refuge in our home for our children, and that we would guard them with a godly purpose that we'd be moved with this godly fear. We all understand, I believe, how critical this is at this point in time in history. And I pray that our hearts would be moved by the Holy Spirit, not to acknowledge it simply with our mind, but that our spirit would take hold of this truth this morning to raise up a godly family and be involved in the house of the Lord. That we'd bring our families, that there would be a return to the house of the Lord. Every person makes their own decision, but there's no reason why we shouldn't be in the house of God two to three times a week with our families, with our children, seeking the Lord, being under ministry, being under influence. Let us draw near to the Lord in this hour. Let us draw near to the Lord in this hour for the sake of our families, for the sake of unbelievers, to raise up a kingdom and a ministry of the Lord that can be a refuge and be a help to people. Let us draw near to the Lord. Let us weep in the house of the Lord. Let us weep in brokenness before the Lord, that he would restore his life to us and his strength and his healing power and restore the kingdom with dignity and honor, that he would exalt the churches once and again in the land so they would not be marginalized and ignored, but the churches would be strong in the land to contend against the spirit of the times. Exalt the family, O Lord. Noah built an ark and saved his family, an ark of salvation. I know all of us are concerned and watching over the technology. The children have the technology. The young people have the technology. The youth have the technology. It's in their hands and all day long they're getting messages and all day long they can look at whatever they want. But may God give us wisdom. May God give us wisdom because we know what the enemy is up to. It only takes a few drops of poison to poison the cup. The programming... The videos, it only takes a few drops of poison to poison the cup. When you want to poison a person, you don't give them a cup full of poison. You give them a cup full of good and drop a few drops of poison in, and it takes them out. And the enemy is seeking to poison a culture, seeking to poison a generation, to turn it from decency, to turn it from normalcy, to turn it from righteousness unto evil and destruction, and disrepair. Lord, exalt the horn of your people. Lord, exalt our families. Exalt our families. Give us wisdom. Help us, Lord, to walk in this world right now, in our families, and with the bombardment and the relentless distraction. Help us, Lord, to raise up a godly seed that honors you and honors the kingdom of God. Lord, exalt the horn of your people. Exalt our families, Lord. Exalt our sons and daughters to be holy and righteous and strong. And may the house of the Lord be filled with holy and godly people. I want to close out with Psalm 132, verses 13 to 18. Bible says, For the Lord has chosen Zion. That's his people. It's the place of his corporate dwelling." The Lord has chosen this house of God this morning. This is the Zion we're a part of. For the Lord has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his dwelling place. This is my resting place forever. Here I will dwell, for I have desired it. I will abundantly bless her provision. I will satisfy her poor with bread. I will also clothe her priests with salvation, and her saints shall shout aloud for joy. There will I make there will I make the horn of David grow. I will prepare a lamp for my anointed. His enemies I will clothe with shame, but upon himself his crown shall flourish. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's stand together this morning. Do you lift up a prayer this morning in your heart for the Lord? The Lord would exalt his people. Lord, exalt the horn of your people. Exalt the horn of your anointed this morning, Lord. Let this prayer and, Lord, this understanding be in our hearts today. Exalt, Lord, the instrument of worship, Lord. Let the joyful sound be upon us. That our joy may be full in you, Lord. That we would make our way rejoicing, always rejoicing, always rejoicing, Lord that favor, Lord, that causes that horn to bud in our lives, O Lord, people of praise and worship, people of radiance, O Lord God, because of your presence. Lord, Father God, not overcome by the world and by worldliness, by the pressures, by the evil, Lord, that is about us on every side, but a people that have the joy of the Lord and know how to live in that joy. So we ask you, Lord, to exalt that horn this morning. Increase our joy in you this morning, Lord. Increase our joy. Take the sadness out of our spirit, Lord. We come against, Lord, any dispirited sadness in our lives this morning. We come against the negativity, Lord. Against, Lord, a heavy spirit, O Lord, that we would be those who rejoice in the Lord. Father, exalt the horn of a conquering spirit, Lord. Praise and worship warriors, prayer warriors, Lord. That though the horn would rise in the earth, an anti-Christian power, Lord, would rise in the earth, Father God, you would have a people militant in power, O Lord. And the time will come where you will cut off the horns of the wicked and you will exalt the horns of the righteous and we will possess the kingdom forever. So we go with you on the battlefield of earth, Father God. Lord, exalt the families of this house. Exalt the horn of family strength that ministry families would rise in this place, Lord that guilds of musicianship and children's ministry, Lord, and many areas of service and deaconship, Lord, and eldership, Father, that many, Lord, guilds would rise in this place, O Lord, of families that walk in the spirit of the Lord to accomplish the will of God. And we thank you. Lord, we ask you to exalt, exalt, Lord, the church of Jesus Christ. Exalt the churches of this city, Exalt the churches of this city with gospel power, with people of holiness, Lord, with people of strength, O oh God, that the church would rise, Father God, out of obscurity. And Lord, again, be reckoned with, Father God, because of its strength, because of its stand in the earth, Lord. We thank you today for your goodness. Exalt the horn of your anointed, Lord. Hallelujah. As we close out in worship, pray over your family. Just ask God say Lord exalt the horn of my family exalt the horn of my business exalt the horn of my prosperity exalt my power oh Lord exalt my prominence in the earth for you Lord because it's for his glory and for his kingdom and let the people of God rise in strength this morning to do the will of the Lord. The altars are open if you'd like prayer for any need please slip out from where you are. Hallelujah. Come and seek the Lord. Come and receive from the Lord. Receive from the Lord healing and strength. Exalt the horn of your people, Lord. Exalt the strength. Exalt the power. Exalt the prosperity. Let their jobs be sure and fruitful, Father God. Let their businesses be strong for you. Let their families be strong for you, Lord. Let their educations be strong for you, O Lord. Exalt the horn of your people, Lord. Raise us up in your sight, Lord. If you'd like prayer, slip out from where you are. Receive from the Lord this morning. He wants to bless your life. He said, in the house of my servant, David, in the house of the greater David, Jesus Christ, who came from David, the shepherd boy, the king of Israel, In Jesus Christ, the horn of his people is exalted. Hallelujah. Let's comfort ourselves in the promises of God this morning. Worship the Lord as we close out the service. Amen.